0: Hi, I'm Cameron from Smooth Digital, and welcome to Tea with Toby, the show where we ask and answer the questions playing in the minds of the care sector's business leaders. This week's episode is sponsored by The Access Group, and today we're going to be talking about all things video for care homes. So let's kick off the show with a few words from our Marketing Strategy Director here at Smooth, Toby ali Usman.
1: Thank you, Cameron, and I must say there is a little bit of glitching, so just bear with us if that does happen today. So, um, yes, like Cameron mentioned, this show will be all around care homes, and it's all about changing the perceptions. Um, we've got some industry experts with us today, and with that being said, I just want to sort of introduce them first before we kick off. So, I'd like to welcome Anne James and York Woodford-Smith. Tea with Toby, tea with Toby, tea with Toby, tea with Toby, Toby, with Toby, tea with Toby, tea with Toby. Tea with Toby, tea with Toby.
2: Right, I'll, I'll jump in and introduce myself first. Uh, thanks Toby, thanks very much Cameron. Um, Adam James of Spring Up PR and uh, in a nutshell we use proven PR and marketing methods uh, to help care operators and care homes get more inquiries and feel beds. I'm
3: spots. York Woodward-Smith, I run a company called Five on a Bike, um, you can ask me about the name later. Um, I've been working with Care Homes for about six or seven years now, making to help encourage kind of the marketing processes and the sales processes within Care Home. Um, I've been producing films for about 15 years and um, I've sort of formally trained in television production. Um, I really enjoy working in Care Homes, working with residents, one of my favourite things to do, and just finding out what their story is. Awesome. So, just to, before jumping to the questions, what I want to do is just spend some time setting the scene. So, probably for about Eight
1: weeks straight. Whenever we turned on the newspaper, uh, the news on TV, there were stories about care homes, ranging from you know a rising care home deaths to not enough PPE, and it's probably the most coverage care homes have ever received. But the negative thing is that it was hundred percent negative. Now, it's probably fair to say, but it's unfortunate the general uh, the general public's perception of care homes is not a good one, with some thinking care homes are not a safe place for their loved ones. But all of us know that's not true. And all of us have actually been actively involved in running um, sort of building confidence campaigns for care homes. So I wanna actually start with yourself, York, Before we go into uh, the actual campaigns and more questions around that, can you just talk about, you specialize in video, why is it important that care home owners and operators start Thinking
3: about video now. Um, so, I, I mean, I think they should have been thinking about a video a long time ago. But it's you know it can feel like a complicated undertaking. Video. So, um, you know, in the business world, photography is an accepted thing that's done, whereas video feels like more complicated, more high risk potentially. But I think, um, you know, thinking about it now is really important because people can't come and visit. And, you know, as we understand it, the the best <coughs> way to sell your home and the best way to um, get people to come and live in your home is to show them what it's like. And it's really difficult to do that at the moment. So having a couple of different mediums of video, a couple of different formats of video will really help Edge you through that process. So um, one group I worked with, there was some research done, and I think this is generally accepted across the care home industry, where when someone is researching a care home to put their loved ones in, you know, we, as we understand it, it's normally um, a family member rather than the person that's actually going to be moving in. So when they're researching, they might look at eight to fifteen care homes in their local area, and then they'll choose maybe three to five to go and visit. I think that now they'll choose one or two and you know maybe one so that competition to get to be the one that the the care home that they come and visit is really it's even more difficult than it's been previously so all of the marketing material all of the material that shows people builds their confidence to come for a visit in the first place is really really important now so I think you need to focus on how you can show people the home without them having to come and see it. So they can get a sense of the space, a sense of what it's like, a sense of what the strengths are. And you can write as much text on a website as you like, but a video shows them how, you know, what it's like, and it gives a feeling and it's emotive. And I think that's the biggest thing that video has over kind of, you know, text or photos is that you can create emotion. You can show people enjoying the environment. You can show pictures, you know, bits of video of the environment which feel more genuine than a photo. You know, there's a I think there's an understanding perception that people have that a photo can be manipulated quite strongly. And that video doesn't have that same perception. So I think having the kind of range of content for your potential customers or the, the family of your potential customers to engage with will increase the likelihood of you getting on that list of places they come visit because, you know, as we understand, people are just worried about visiting care homes, which If you read the newspapers, you can understand why. Mm. So just staying on that for a bit, you mentioned a range of of
1: videos. Let's say there's someone listening to this and they now understand that now is the time to start using video. What are the different types of video that they can be using uh, for their
3: home? So there's a couple of things. So we think at Five on a Bike that the strongest video is an emotive film which has the resident at the heart of it. So your residents are the best advocates of your home and the followed by the family members, you know, and we found over, you know, I must've interviewed 50, 60 residents in various different care homes that across the board, they really enjoy the process. They really like having the attention of, of, you know, spending it, you know, camera crew, spending a day with them, you know, and it's very much, we make sure we keep it on their terms as well. So, you know, we approach each person individually, but, so that's the strongest thing is, is like a, a, basically a testimonial from one of your customers to say, this is what it's like here. And they will be honest about it as well. You know, we've sat in, sat and done interviews with residents where they have told us the good, the bad and the ugly. And I think, you know, sometimes addressing that, maybe you don't address that in your, you know, in your front marketing film. But, you know, it's good to give them that outlet as well. So there's a kind of an emotive case study piece, which is really strong. But then I think given the environment at the moment, you need some practical bits of content. So uh, as someone that might be looking around for a care home, I just want to see what it looks like. I want to see the gardens. I want to see the reception area. I want to see how the reception area leads into the dining room, what the size of the dining room is like, what the staff look like, what the people that live there look like. You know, how wide are the hallways? You know, very practical kind of uh, tour videos are, are really important one client we're working with together, Toby, you know, we're making practical tour videos because people can't come and see and they don't want a sort of random person within the home walking around with an iPad showing people things. They want to, you know, do that in a controlled way. So there's two, there's two main things. There's a practical piece of tour to show this is what's here. This is what we have. We have these facilities. We have a hair salon. We are whatever it is you have in your home to show those things in a kind of clean and honest way. Um, and then there's a, an emotive video, which is, is more about the story of the person, you know. And when we make these emotive films, they, it's probably 80% about the person and then 20% of them saying, it's great to live here, you know, it, because people connect with people and, and ultimately that's the thing. And we've had examples where, with, with care home groups we've worked with, where people have said, I would have never considered that brand like full sight like that just doesn't doesn't sit with me I don't like the look of it but I watched the video of the resident and I wanted to meet them and then they've gone into the home met them and joins the home so you know you've got those out you know and I'd love to be able to replicate that in data unfortunately within care homes the the data process isn't necessarily in place in the way you need it but a story like that a, a sort of um You know, hearing from my clients that that is how that works is really, really powerful. And having the salespeople within the team say, can we have more video? People always talk about when they come and visit, they say, you saw the video. That was great. Can we meet this person? You know, it's amazing that you did that thing. You know, so I think you've got those two sort of simple bits of content, practical tour, emotive case study.
1: Fantastic. And we're going to touch on a bit of the case studies a little bit later. But I just want to come to yourself, um, Adam, as well. So I think with the way that the media have sort of been bashing care homes, I think it's fair to say, care homes need to be proactive with the positive stories that they put out as well. So during this period, can you share any sort of stories that care homes are doing to combat the, the negative media out there?
2: Okay, look, I, I, I loved everything that we were talking about in the video. It's, it's, uh, 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 that just off for a start. I, I, To answer your question, Toby, right now, (coughs) journalists on the regional media, which is the target media for any single care home, because that's what their audiences read, are absolutely longing to hear about positive stories from care homes right now in a way that they have never, ever done, done before. Now, right now is a time for you as a care home to make the local BBC, the local ITV, your local newspaper, the local BBC radio journalists, your friends. They are dying to hear about the positive stories coming out from your care homes. And let me just give you some numbers here. I, I worked this out the other day, is yeah, nationally, the care homes, the care sector has taken a big hit, for reasons which we all are familiar with. A terrible hit, the care sector has gone through a miserable and horrible time. COVID has hit them dreadfully. And to be honest, in the height of COVID, I completely understand why any member of the public would think twice about sending their loved one to a care home. And care home owners will tell you this, because COVID did factually hit care homes in a way that was unpleasant and awful. But, yeah, that happens. That's how the national media has... I'm I'm a former journalist, so I can understand why the national media would tell those stories. But looking at it in another perspective, as I said, right now, local journalists are dying to hear about the positive stories. And I will give you some examples, there are many, many of them, about um, a positive care coming from care homes. But let me give you some numbers. It is perfectly reasonable and proper for every single care home in the UK to secure at least 10 pieces of positive media exposure per home per year. So do the numbers. Got 17,000 care homes in the UK. Every single one of them, let me repeat, has, should be and getting ten, at least 10 pieces of positive media exposure in the local, the local media per year per home. That comes to 680,000 pieces of positive media exposure for care homes over the course of a year. So when you think about it in that way, in terms of the power of the regional media to promote good news stories, and let's remember the regional media is the most trusted media in the UK, more so than the national media. The power for care homes actually in reality as a collective unit to promote good care stories is absolutely huge. Let me go back to your question about um, positive stories. So, anything around providing good care during lockdown is a story that your local journalists are wanting to hear about right now. So that might be how do you celebrate birthdays during a lockdown? How do you, did you celebrate a um, VE day during lockdown, for example, how do you continue to provide physical stimulating activities when you can't have people coming into your home? What stories of, fam- of residents speaking with their families, communicating with families in a way that they, in a way that's COVID-appropriate? How are you enabling families to to visit residents, and how are you, for example? I mean, summer houses, so some uh, operators we're looking at is building particular summer houses for family members to come and visit their their families in the care homes so they don't have to actually go into the care home and it, it's all perspective and all, you know, Covid is appropriate. Um, your staff, how are, they? let me be clear here, you're right Toby, straight from the start you said that, that never before has a care set to be in the news in a negative way. At the same time, never ever ever has the, the public has massive empathy and sympathy for every single care worker in the UK and healthcare workers. But care workers included. They are for the first time in history being seen as heroes. Yeah, they have been doing amazing work, and there are many, many examples of dedicated care. So you can celebrate your care workers and what they do and have they provided care. And you will get great reaction from the media and also the public. So, for example, on Facebook, if you are promoting those stories of your great care, for example, we're talking about the media. The media is great. You will get good coverage there. But also use Facebook, for example, as a way to make sure tens of thousands of people per month are hearing about your good care, good quality. Not a few dozen, not a few hundreds. Reach those big numbers. So. That, in a nutshell, I think is probably how we answer that question.
1: No, absolutely, and I just want to I want to touch back on those because it comes back to the individual, whether it's uh, newspapers, the stories around there, or video. Now, um, myself and uh, York, we've got a joint client um, that they've done an awesome job. I recommend Cameron. If it's okay, can you link their video in the show notes because they've yeah. done an awesome job around story around uh, a care home York uh, uh, led with that video so do you want to just give an example of the the concept of what we've done with that care home?
3: so um this was probably at the beginning of March wasn't it the no a bit later than that but that we basically you know we couldn't go to the home and one of the most difficult things with um recording interviews with people is is building a human connection and getting them to open up because, you know, you, anyone can go in and ask a list of questions. It's fine. You can have a list of 10 questions and ask people. But the real art form is, is helping them feel comfortable and helping them come out of their shell and helping them forget that you've got a camera you know, camera crew with you and there's lights and things like that. And, you know, I've spent a long time. And it, accidentally, I think just over time, I got used to kind of doing this, used to finding techniques to, to help people relax on camera. So having to do this over Zoom, was a really interesting additional kind of challenge to the work and we interviewed a resident a lady called Molly and as usual you have a watch of the video in the in the show notes and we, we talked to her, we talked to her daughter and we just asked her what what's been going on, what's been happening. And the and the film is two and a half minutes long and it's about um the what happened during lockdown. And and it's really interesting because there's an elephant in the room. If you don't talk about it especially if you're home has been has been affected if you don't give a nod to what's happened and and the further away we move from the sort of crisis point the less that this will be necessarily relevant but it's you know i think a lot of maybe organizations will be worried about how you find that balance with the message to say everything you know mostly everything is fine but because in most organizations there will be you know some people have passed away and you know it's not it's something that you've got to really think about how you manage that message from from that perspective or how you pay respect to the people that have suffered from this. But ultimately we need to kind of talk about the, the you know, the hundreds of thousands of people that haven't been affected and have actually had a better quality of life, you know, being in a care home because they haven't been on their own. They've actually had people communicate with. And, you know, over the last couple of weeks I've been to a few care homes and I've interviewed people. And they're like, I'm just really happy I was here. If I would not been here, I would have been locked in on my house on my own. And at least here I get to see people, I get food brought to me, I get, you know, and it's not exactly what I want, but it's so much better than being on my own. You know, I really worry about my granddad's 97 and he's been on his own for three months, you know, and he's able, and, you know, he's still in a position where he's able to look after himself, but it is, you know, that really difficult it must be really difficult just to be completely isolated like that and not be able to have anybody visit. So, um, you know, talking to Molly and talking to her daughter, and, you know, Molly's picked up how to use Zoom and FaceTime really, really quickly. And, you know, I think we, sometimes it's it's been quite surprising across the different places that I've been, how quickly people you would expect not to be able to use this technology have just really taken to it. I was speaking to a lady yesterday who was saying that Her mother's 103, and she was saying that, like, she's doing a video call with her mum, and her mum's trying to adjust, like, adjust her collar, like she's saying, "Oh, I'm just trying to," because she, because it's so, it feels so real. So, you know, even though it's not exactly what you want, the connection is like 80% of the way there. And there was another chap I talked to. And I was like, oh, are you excited to see your daughter soon? He was like, I've been talking to her like every day on Zoom. So I'm not really that fast if she comes and visits. We'll just wait till it's completely safe. So actually this technology does get us most of the way there to create that human connection. I think there still is a little bit missing for some people. You know, that's that little bit of human connection I found running my business is quite difficult over zoom calls so my team have come back and luckily for us we've got a big office and we can separate everybody and we're doing sort of shift patterns but to spend time with people for me and my team is important but um i've sort of slightly lost track of what the question was toby but <laughs> it, was, it was all around
1: what the story was about and, and, you, and you mentioned it. so it's about molly a resident in a care home addressing that you know we lost loads of friends you know across the world mm. but She's having fun. She mentions yeah. smiling. She's dancing, and the video shows it. And it also has a little testimonial from her um, from her daughter, and that's lovely to see. It really does help address concerns. And on the, talking about addressing concerns, I'm a big fan of addressing them directly. And some of the conceptions that people have out there, preconceptions that people have up there, is that is there enough PPE? And I know um, during. Imagery, whether it's on Facebook or video, showing people in the correct PPE makes a huge difference. Also, with what's the visiting process? So you know things are changing so quickly. So I don't know what um, you know people are allowed to visit care homes at the moment. So, but it was still good to know that you could do Zoom calls. So and then also issues around isolation and knowing that actually there are visuals of people you know, doing activities. So that that really does um, make, an, uh, make a difference. And it's about marketing to the families that we've got the adequate PPE, you're in great hands, there's a load of positive stories to combat this in whatever form you can. Now, I'm just conscious of time, it only feels like we just got started. <laughs> I'll probably have to have both of you back again. But I wondered, Adam, what's your thoughts um, on the future of care homes how do you think COVID-19 will change um how care homes are run how people consume content and communicate etc
2: yeah look great question and uh, i mean, i can only speak you know the care is obviously down to the care homes you know we, we're all here talking about you know PR marketing and engagement and all of that and i i love to hear what York was talking about i know i took some notes but what one thing struck me as well is the fact that you know, to have the full camera crew in with all the flashy gear, yeah, is a great thing for residents as well. You know, it's about, it's you know, they are on camera. They are, you know, experiencing something that's probably special and unique. And they've, in all likelihood, they've not had that kind of full camera crew over before. So, it's a, you know, it's a special day for them. They will remember it. Um, the families will probably remember it. So, you know, I, I'm kind of thinking, as well as the the power of the video that you've been talking about, there is there is that added element of you know you are treating a particular resident in a special particular way. So, from a care point of view, there's also that added um, that added element, which is something I just I guess I just wanted to throw in.
3: I had a, I had a point I want to pick up on that. So, you know, over. Uh the COVID process where suddenly everything you do is kind of blown up in front of you, you know, and we've had, you know, it's been quite an emotional time and I've gone through, you know, you know, and you look at these people that do extremely valuable jobs and extremely valuable in society. And then suddenly we in PR and marketing are slightly potentially outside of that, you know, and I've had a slight sort of, you know, I wouldn't say crisis of identity where you go, okay, what, you know, how valuable is what we do? How can we help? And I um, went to a care home this week, uh, last week, and I sat down with um, a carer who basically her husband was um, extremely vulnerable. So she stayed at the care home for four weeks and listening to her tell the story and having <clears throat> having that moment where she could like, almost get it off her chest. And it was like a really beautiful moment where she was just like, somebody's listening to me, like somebody's. Wants to hear my story. It was really powerful.
0: Mm. Just a quick one on that, york So a lot of people listening will go, "Okay, video sounds great, but it's a big investment for them." What was the sort of purpose of these videos? Is there like a clear objective that your client had in terms of you're, you're telling these stories about people? Well, what is the end objective? Is it to reassure new business? Is it just to reassure the families, build the brand? Like what is the the core goal?
3: So the core goal of each, so we're going to every single one of this um, group sites, So it's Sunrise Senior Living, we're going around all of the different sites to create a film for each individual site around a huge PR campaign they're doing called Celebrate Care Homes. So, And they want to make this kind of industry wide. So they kind of set the foundation for this, this campaign. And they want to push this out and kind of talk to the whole industry and get the whole industry on board to basically push this, the, the, the message that actually we should be celebrating care homes and that care homes are, you know, the residents, the staff, the families, that it's this big kind of cohesive unit and that we all, everybody in the industry needs to get behind it. So that, so that you know, the real objective of the videos is to help reassure people that mm. actually it's not what you've read in the national newspaper you know if all you did was read the daily mail and the sun you know and even the bbc um you know which you know sometimes we feel should maybe be more objective than it is um but but we won't get into that (laughs) um that that you would have a really negative perception and it is about them trying to combat that that story you know and yes it works on a local level you know it works for the residents you know and it's not really in the grand scheme of things as far as i'm concerned very expensive like it's you know maybe it's an investment of maybe a couple of thousand pounds to create something that will last a long time so i was speaking to i was in a video call for a pre-production meeting with the site that we worked with five years ago and we made a story about a resident and um i was like, oh, hi, that doing?" Anything? we made the story about a resident and she was like yeah we, that still really works for us now this is five years later this video is still on their website. People still mention it through the press. And, oh, that video of Alan was amazing. Really talk, you know, so that's five, you know, spent 2000 pounds on that and yeah. it's lasted five years, you know, constantly over and over and over again. And the same thing with the tours, they're not particularly expensive in the grand scheme of things and they last a long, long time. So I think, it, you know, part of it is addressing that idea that video is a, is a long-term investment and you can spend a couple of thousand pounds on an individual video, but it will last you you know, at least 12 months, if not two years, you know, and even if you have a huge refurb of your home, you can then just do a couple of little updates to the video and, you know, and, and fill in some gaps. So I think from, from that perspective, it's, um, yeah. So their objective was, it's part of this overall campaign to just try and help the care home industry combat the, 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 the sort of negative story, which, you know, I guess part of, you know, this is part of what we're doing, right. We're trying to show people and help them understand that, it's not like what you read in the papers.
1: So, I'm just going to put you guys on the spot just quickly. A final thought. So, Adam, what's one tip you will say to a care home operator right now that if you're going to action one thing, what's the one thing that they should do?
2: Uh, I would say uh, make it your goal to be a be target, be showcased on the BB, a local regional. Um, I mean, this ties in with b- video, this is essentially like, you know, York goes in there, we'll do a video um, which, you know, as York mentions, will promote your home. My, my my advice would be for every single operator listening is within the next six weeks, make sure that they are pitching their strongest story right now to the local regional BBC or ITV. BBC tends to be better. Um, and making sure that they can get a positive news story about their care home, which is on the BBC regional news. And then you can use that video on your website or from promotional purposes. Okay, you might have to be careful with copyright, but there are ways of of, of moving around that. So that would be my one do, because now, right now, is the, time, as I said from the beginning, that the local media are longing to hear about puts the stories from care homes. Let me add one more thing, is that care operators that are doing that, as I've said, will be finding that they will be the care home operator that the local BBC calls when they want to know about care homes.
1: Awesome. And your, well, your, your one tip be for someone to take one action off the back of this video?
3: Um, one tip I think um, even if you haven't got the budget to do professional video start doing your own videos just start letting your staff letting your residents talk and make videos and you know get your camera phone and you know do you know interview a resident and just say to them what's it been like and just you know it's quite simple to put this stuff together um you know put a one minute video on facebook and and that stuff's really really powerful and you know we've had this whole kind of thing where user generated content suddenly become a completely acceptable form of content and it's really strong you know and you see kind of national adverts from banks and insurance companies with all webcam videos in it you know stuff shot on people's phone you know a lot of it is pretending to be user generated content when it's not really but you know user generated content has this real kind of raw honesty about it and you know one of the reasons that people use professional videos because if the quality is so bad that you can't understand what the message is then you have a problem but the you know technology is so good that you can start producing content you know and, a, and like a local media will pick up a one you know if you send a one minute video of your resident saying how much of a lovely time they've been having they'll pick that up and they'll put, they're probably more likely to pick that up than they would be if we went in and shot a professional film. So I think you've just got to start being brave and creating content and, and sending it out there to people and using that, you know, putting it on your Facebook platform, sharing it into local Facebook groups and talk, you know, letting your residents and your staff and the families tell your story. Awesome. So
1: if I can add one tip as well, my tip would be to double down on testimonials. During this period when people have concerns, have issues, the story from a family will go down a long way. And whether you're, you know, just getting uh, testimonials on, you know, whatever it is, or video testimonials of residents or inviting families onto a Zoom call, recording it and just recording them, mm-hmm. doesn't have to be the most glossiest thing. It's actually quite authentic it really does go a, far, a long way in changing perceptions of the care sector and building building up the confidence of the general public. So that's all for me. Come on over to you.
0: Yeah, just, uh, I think it's been a really good episode, really. I think video is such a big subject and it's not really been covered much in the care sector before, so I definitely think we'll have to have the guys on back again and explore it more, because I think you'll like agree, Toby, there's a lot of stuff we didn't yeah. To ask today yeah. but it just shows how sort of on un, uh undiscovered the topic is and how much you can really dial delve into video because there's other reasons as well from a marketing side video helps us and uh, we can track track better metrics get more data from videos than we can from images but also every single person on this podcast does video for their business so it's, it's one of these things that we're not telling you to do something we don't do ourselves we completely are 100 percent invested in it ourselves. And also check out check out everyone's videos. Go there's great tips. York's got on videos. Adam's got his marketing PR videos, and obviously we've got our Tiba Toby and Whiteboard Weekly series. So anyway, I'll leave it there. I'll add everything in the show notes that we discussed, and we will see you all in the next Tiba
1: Toby. Awesome. See you guys. Thank so much.